Hello, hello, hello. I am Destiny, otherwise known as a tribe woman of God. Welcome to my podcast, guys. For all three of you who have made it this far, I appreciate you. I appreciate you so much. Now, I started this podcast. Um, it was supposed to be launched in July. Okay. Didn't happen. Major procrastination there. That's on me. So I went ahead and I brought it in talking about boundaries because that was something I struggled with and had lack of knowledge and understanding of and just really didn't understand the importance of boundaries. So I kind of wanted to lead it off there because I think everybody needs a better understanding when it comes to boundaries and having a grasp on how important they are. And for me, since I got that grasp, I was like, this is a freaking superpower. Like, I refuse to have anybody just wreck my peace at this point. Because for some reason, I put it in my head that once you got to a certain level with me, you were obligated to my space. And then with people, it felt the same way. Like, once they got to a certain level with me, my space was just automatically theirs. My body was just automatically theirs. My sanity was just automatically theirs. And that wasn't the case. And I am so grateful to be where I'm at now. I still have a lot of work to do, but right now I think I'm just trigger happy. And I'm just like, please don't disturb my peace. And I'm quick to be like, well, that's, you know, that's not my standard of living. I'm not doing this. No, thank you. I'd rather not. I got to a point where I stopped making excuses when it comes to um, invitations. Like, oh, maybe I should tell them I'm busy. No, I'm sorry. I'm not interested in doing that at the moment. Just straight like that. I'm not even going to lie to you. At this point, I just don't want to do it. No is a complete sentence. So anyways, my first podcast, please judge me. Please critique me. But don't judge me too harshly. Don't judge me too harshly. Because if I would have waited until I got good at this, I would have never launched this. So I gave myself a deadline, which was my birthday. And I launched what I had. Work in progress. Tribe woman of God, boo. We were, we're growing together. We're walking together. Okay? Keep your expectations low. But, anyway. If I would have waited to become perfect at this and understand all there is to understand about podcasts, I wouldn't have done it because I would have kept pushing it back and pushing it back. And I know me. And sometimes I just have to push me to get it. And so that's what I did. I'm like, you know what? I feel like what I said, you know, has substance. Was there some moments where I was stumbling over my words? Yes, because this is not scripted. This is just me. i, I go back to the word and read it verbatim or paraphrase, as y'all may know. Either way it goes. I try to get it in your spirit. That's it. That's all. Okay. So I appreciate all of you who have listened and who have decided to join me on this journey. I'm excited, scared at the same time, but I feel like I'm in a state of becoming like stuff is about to open up. Okay. I'm feeling good about it. That's all I'm saying. 
So I'm in a very uncomfortable situation, right? I have, I am learning rather that this walk comes, like I said, with being uncomfortable, constantly uncomfortable. And I don't like it too much. And I wish it was an easier way to do a lot of things, um, but there isn't. It's just, it's a lot of just having faith and giving up control. That part. <laughs> Everybody feels like they have a sense of control of something over our lives, over our relationships, over our kids, whomever. We have a sense of ownership to our life. And I think that was another reason I didn't really lock into understanding boundaries because I felt like it was okay to let people in. It was okay to con try to control the narrative. And I can't control people. And I think for a moment in time, I think that's what I thought, that I had some type of magical powers over somebody just because whatever crazy thought I had. But that wasn't the case. I think that caused a lot of um, insecurities. Probably not the sole reason there was insecurities. I think there was other issues, but you know what? We're going to get to that in another episode because <laughs> that's too much of my business right now. Now, the point of this podcast is for me to be open, for me to be vulnerable, for me to, to meet you all where you're at. But also, I'm still human, so we're going to babysit that, babysit, okay? So I come to realize that I don't have control. <laughs> I don't. And I don't think I want it either. I think I laid on that at reality um, maybe about a year ago. Like, you know what, Destiny, you don't have control. Only handle the things you can control, which is not people, because I thought I had a grasp on that. My future, I thought I had a grasp on that. My past, I thought I had a grasp on that. My present, thought I, it, it goes on. It's just, it's a very troubling time. Like I'm thinking I have control. People are talking about manifestations and then I was doing vision boards at some point and I was just doing all this thing, all these things, you know, claiming it. And it just, I didn't get what I wanted. For example, I went to school to be a nurse. Yes, I went to school, well, initially to become a chief nurse anesthetist. Mm -mm, chief nurse anesthetist, probably why I shouldn't be one. That was my goal for school. And I changed my major several different times. Anyways, I landed on nursing. Cool, whatever. I went two years into nursing school. And on my, was it second to last semester, my fourth semester, I ended up failing out. And that hurt my heart. That, that was probably the biggest heartbreak I have ever had. And it sometimes makes me tear up, which is how I know it's, it's painful. I failed because I failed the class that I had a 97 in because I had a 72.5 as a test average. That's an F. <laughs> that's an F. And then I also had it like 60 something in another class, which is an F. Essentially, I failed and was unable to even erase those Fs off my transcript. 
for those two years I was in nursing school, I, I had my head wrapped around the fact that if I don't become a nurse, I'm not going to be able to eat. I'm not going to be able to live. I'm not going to be able to thrive. I put a lot on nursing school. I put a lot on the nurse title and I wanted it so bad. I wanted to be labeled as a superhero, making bank, being able to take care of myself. I knew when I was going to get my nursing degree, I was going to have this nice, beautiful house. And my husband was going to be around the corner somewhere. And then I was just going to start living life. It was going to be beautiful. It was going to be immaculate. And it didn't happen. Let me put in perspective how much I gave to nursing school. I would wake up, do a little studying, probably like six or so, do a little studying, go to class at eight, be in class from eight to five, and in between like have lunch and stuff like that. Then after five, go get some food and come back to the nursing building and then just grind and study and grind and study and grind and study. And for the first semester, it was all about the books. I didn't really go anywhere. I think I went to maybe two or three parties with my roommates. And I think because I had like a 97 for the test. So I was like, well, let me go turn up with the chicks. But yeah, I on average probably got a solid five hours of sleep a week. So I was doing school, I was being social, I was being fun, I was getting A's, I wasn't failing until I was failing. Um, it got to a point where I was so stressed about failing a class, I think my body was just like, girl, I don't know what's going on, but all systems have to stop because she, she is tripping up there. What am I talking about? My period was like three weeks late. I ain't never seen that before in my mm. with sports, yes. But the fact that I wasn't really working out and I wasn't heavy in sports like I was in nursing school at all, like I'd probably go work out here and then. But it wasn't that crucial. My period was like, girl, bye. We are not coming out today because you're tripping, you're going crazy. I kid you not, as soon as I saw that I had like a 90, it was 92 or is it 97? On the test that same day, it was like, okay, we cool. I was too stressed because I felt like I had to make it. I had to make it as a nurse or I was going to fail miserably. I put so much weight on becoming a nurse, which again, like like I said, it, it makes me cry that that failure. And I think because I put so much into it. And then also <laughs> I have graduated and I'm still not making nurse pay. Like it's it's overall in some degrees it's very it was very depressing. But I I don't think I put God first in a lot. I prayed. Um I did read some Bible and stuff, but I still have the the thought that I had to do this or I was not going to be able to live my life. I was going to be homeless. I was going to be starving. I was going to be this piss poor person. I I put so much weight on it. And I, yeah, I would do my Bible readings and I would pray and I would go to the chapels. I was, I loved learning about the word. I loved hearing the gospel, but for some reason 
I put just entirely too much weight on becoming a nurse. It's almost toxic. It's like in a toxic relationship with myself. What is wrong with me? Anyways, so finally today, after all that I have been through, I have realized that the simplicity of life is really just giving up control, giving it to the person it belongs to, and realizing that that person is not you. It's bothersome. Because my reality is like, well, I have to do something in order for the Lord to bless me, right? You can't just be like, Lord, give me a lottery. I, I, or rephrase. You can't just be like, Lord, let me win the lottery. And you don't ever go buy a ticket. So I feel like what I was doing was just going to buy tickets and was just praying that them tickets were going through. I think that's my, my logic to it. I felt like I had to have skin in the game. But I guess in some cases, you don't have to. You just really need to walk away or just make that step. I I felt like I was trying to prepare the next step. Not prepare to take the next step, but prepare the, the next foothold. And I finally got to a point where I relinquished all that control. I'm not gonna say all of that. We're going this is a this is an honesty podcast, honey. To some degree. I try to control things that I cannot. Um, I do it very seldom, but I will say I get very frustrated at times when I know I can't do anything but wait and pray. Pray. And wait, because in my mind, I'm like, oh, I got to get the ticket. I got to make sure I got this time blocked off. I got to make sure I'm hearing it. I just go down the narrative. I recently ran into this lady at the coffee shop. Isn't that so cute? I ran into a lady at the coffee shop. Like, oh. It's like a TV show. You're like, best friends, whatever. So I ran into a lady at a coffee shop, and we had like a two-hour discussion about just life things and she talked about her pillars of life. I talked about my podcast and the fact that I paint. Anyways, I feel like I made a good connection and that, that just made me happy. But she was telling me that the future is just in our imagination. It has not happened yet. And I think that was a, a really good way to look at the future. It's just an imagination because it's not here yet. We, are, we can literally only live in the now. We can't bring back tomorrow. I mean, ooh, we can't bring back yesterday. We can't be in tomorrow. We can just live where we're at. It's profound. And I think it is also freeing once you decide to give up control. Once you get to that mindset that, you know, this is literally out of my hands. And you just focus on what you can do, then you do it. For instance, this podcast. Only thing I can do is start it. Where it goes, I have no complete idea at all. I know we're going to be on here. We're going to be talking about some stuff. Okay, it's going to get heavy, but I got to lock y'all in. Okay, it's going to get, it may get heavy. I've been through some stuff. Not a lot. Okay, maybe, 
But anywho, this podcast, I don't, I don't know where it's going to go. I know where I want to see it go. I know I started it. You know, people kept telling me, you should do a podcast, you should do a podcast. And somebody else was like, that could be God's mouthpiece. And then I learned about, you know, different ways God speaks to you. And it's through wise counsel. I'm like, ugh. So to me, all the fingers is pointing at start this. Well, you know, I'm not mad about it. I'm with it. Hopefully y'all here to stay. And if not, it's all good. I'm doing it for me and that one person that needs to hear something that's going to get them on this walk with me. Okay? It's not the easiest. And that's another thing. This is not an easy walk. Ain't nothing fun and cute about this all the time. I also read in a book that there is no opposite, there is no English word in opposition to Trump. I thought that was crazy. How dare you? Because you you kind of can't relive something exciting or something that was, that was his um his what am I trying to say, Lord? His something. Anywho, it made sense, but it also made me like bothersome because you have these little triggers that you have for trauma and stuff like that. But you just, I guess you have moments. Is it joy? Maybe you don't know what he's talking about. I'm not going to reference him because I don't even think that's the right story I'm telling. Anyways, Ooh. <laughs> wrap it up then. Listen, moral of the story is for today is giving up control, walking out on faith. That's what I'm doing with this podcast. That's what I'm doing with this gigantor move I just did. <sighs> I networked on Sunday. I feel like I have some things in place. It literally feels like I'm becoming, but also I'm all in in a, in a it feels like I'm in a state constant state of panic, but I am moving calmly through the storm if that makes sense. It's annoying, but I'm here for it because again, I think maybe I have my eye on the prize and I'm just like these are just minor things. I feel like I, I am not consciously doing it. I feel like I'm on autopilot on some of these things. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. This has to be done. This has to be done. We can't control this. So I don't have time to stress for some, at some times. I'm just like, look. And right now, I'm currently trying to find a place to stay. And that's really getting on my nerves. And at some point, I'm going to have to give it to Jesus. But I'm like, but Jesus, um, guide me where you want me to call. Because I got to still apply. Okay? Something still has to come available. But in order for something to come available and for me to know that something is available, I have to apply and I have to go out there and I have to look. Where do you want me to look? You see what I'm saying? It's a lot. But don't get discouraged. The, what was I getting at this? The reason I am telling <laughs> my story about my walk because overall it has been rewarding. Recently, I have seen the, the spiritual fruits it has provided. And I think because I'm finally got discipline with it, a peace that surpasses all understanding. Because there are times where I feel like I should drop down and cry. And I have, I've had my moments of crying. But there are moments that I, I know I should have broken down, boohoo cried and all that extra stuff, but I didn't because it's like, for what? 
for what? Like you, you know, you don't even feel like that. Pray about it and go to sleep. It's the best way I can put it is me being at peace doesn't feel like it's allowed. It doesn't seem like it's an appropriate time to be peaceful. And it could be the enemy trying to guilt trip me into just living my best life because <sighs> misery love company. He just don't like for a person to be happy. Like, dang, get out of my business. Let me live. Anywho, it just feels like I don't deserve it and it's just not appropriate. But I feel it and I get so excited about it and I'm like, I have to share. And we're going to talk about like those aggressive Christians that, you know, have to feel the need to throw their religion on you. And I get why they are so aggressive, but also I, there are ways to go about it. And I feel like my, one of the ways, this is one of the ways that I think is probably appropriate. And it's just allowing you in to see me and then share my testimonies of what has gone been going on but also to sit down with other people of different religions or their lack up talk speak we get into this frenzy like just because we believe in something different that we can't hang around and sometimes that is the case because people are just so headstrong on whatever they believe in like just would be like smelling glue all the time okay you can like smelling glue but don't always put glue in my face to smell it like that's obnoxious. At that point, I'd say you might want to leave that friend at the door because that's just crazy at that point. No offense to them glue sniffers out there. You do you, boo. Just don't put it in my face, okay? We can sit there and have a conversation and you can sniff the glue while we're talking. Just don't put it in my face. I'm not speaking from experience. I'm just giving an example. Anyways, it's been a fun ride for me. It's getting better. At times, I'm scared that it's going to get worse, but I'm constantly uncomfortable. I'm in, a, in a, I'm in a place where I know I feel like I am becoming, but I'm also uncomfortable all the time. It's weird because at the same time, I have a sense of peace. I cannot take credit for this because there is absolutely no way that my mind could do this on its own. This is nobody but the Holy Spirit himself. Okay, leading me and guiding me through these hard, troubling times, these uncomfortable times, giving me moments and places where I do feel free and feel like I am in joy. I've had moments where I'm at work and I'm just literally immersed in joy. I am happy. I can't say happy. I feel like happy is not not good enough of a word to express my feelings that I'm feeling at my desk, but I will have moments like that. But I'm still in a phase where I don't have a uh, permanent home. You know, I don't have my stuff here. I don't know where I'm going to go next when this lease is up. But I still have enough energy to be joyful at work or in my own mind setting or whatever the case may be. I have experienced peace throughout this weird freaking change. And I love it. Guys, like walk with me. Just just listen vibe with me we gonna talk about some stuff I'm, i have questions people have asked me questions and we're gonna go over those questions because they're curious about what's going on with my life and the lord and i'm all for telling honey i want to tell all the tea because i want y'all to get it at the end of the day yes i'm gonna say it because i i didn't i didn't want to be like oh i didn't want to push it on you but 
I want you to experience what I'm experiencing. My not the discomfort, even though that you know our, everybody's walk is different. You know, good experience, discomfort, um, enjoy at the same time. I don't know. I just feel like this is probably. <laughs> uh, I be telling my mom I want to go home every day, almost just about, and then I constantly say I hate it here, but I feel like I'm where I belong because. I'm going somewhere good. I'm becoming and I'm at peace all at the same time. I want you guys to get there. It's not all bad. It's only bad because why? You have to give up control and humans don't like that. We don't like that understanding that we don't have control in our life. Like, have you heard people? They, they, if you don't believe in God, if they don't believe in God, they'll be like, okay, well, the universe, it's the universe. And then if it's not the universe, it's them. They manifest it. Whatever the case may be, it, I don't know. I have just seen and I have noticed that humans like controlling crap. You've seen Adam and Eve. You've seen Sarah and Abraham, okay? You've seen all these people just act crazy. Like they they run things. Give up control. Give it to him. I promise you, you are not missing out on holding on to all of that stuff. I've let a lot of stuff go. And I feel like sometimes I don't even know what I'm missing. A lot of times I really don't know what I'm missing until somebody brings up a relationship, you know, that they had with me. Somebody said, oh, we used to talk all the time. Child, I don't even remember. And it must have been, and it was deep conversations. What he was spitting back at me, I was like, oh, that's in, that's intense. Didn't remember. And honestly, didn't care. And I'm not saying that, you know, that person was bad. I mean, it's just. <laughs> Some people aren't rememberable when you're just, you're on a path and you just are focusing on cutting anything off that isn't like Jesus and isn't making you happy or whatever the case may be. Blase, 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 blase. Anyhow, anyhow, anyhow. I'm not going to talk y'all ear off too long i probably should make these a little shorter than 30 minutes but we'll see we'll see how interested you all are and when i say you all i mean the three people that's rocking with me thank you i might give somebody a, a painting i might i might it might do like a trivia thing be like okay if you can answer all these questions you get a free painting just so i know that y'all rock with me it's okay let me see there's somebody out there there's a fan there, there there's a fan out there somewhere I'm going to speak it into existence. Several things. All right, guys. <laughs> you guys have a good night.